This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good noon, good midnight, good whatever twilight time it is for you, elegant listeners, and welcome to GO! My favorite sports team, I am your master of balls and holes, the one and only Tyler Scheid, and of course, I am never alone on this podcast. I am joined by my ever-illustrious, so elegantly handsome, gorgeously voiced... Gurgling genius who's frothing with comedic godly powers. Whatever. Will will fix it in post. Anyway, uh, Wade. Is that my cue? Yes, that, that's your cue. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Go! Uh, my favorite sports team. <laughs> how, are, how are you doing today, Wade? You know, you know, you, you're looking you're looking swell. I love the new backdrop. I like that your lights work. Yeah, they're they always have. They're I don't know how you all have problems with lights, but mine mine are good. Oh, good. Uh, I'm doing okay. Um I'm in my blue period, so I'm wearing blue today, and I've got my blue distractible over here because we're saying farewell to a knight who has fought for us for generations. By that I mean like two years. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. You know, I, I feel like we're being put down a notch, you know. Betrayed, really. Yeah, yeah. The man who's really made us actually look worse somehow, but generally better in, in most cases. You know, he, he likes to cover our asses. I don't know how things are done on Go, but we can't be much worse. <laughs> he can't really make us worse on Distractable. 
I know, I know. It's really sad, but Will the editor is leaving, so you will no longer hear us shouting to the heavens for Will to fix something or do something. Well, that might not be true. I will probably still do that out of habit, and then everyone that's editing will just be upset that I'm not acknowledging their existence because I only acknowledge Will. I hope they just, like, sassily respond to you in their edits, but, you know. Will's not a name. It's a title. Yeah, Will Will is the editor. Yeah. The the name like when you are the editor for the podcast, your name is officially Will. Agreed. Uh yeah. hereby declared we should stamp it, sell it. Uh merch. We have merch. Is this the outro? No, no, this is the beginning. This is the beginning. But oh. we do have merch. We we do have merch at store.gmfst.com. Bob always says no. Well well, we have merch. Oh, we have merch. We don't have merch. We, we, we have we, merch. Uh, we have merch. I don't know where I am or what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm gonna bring up Shakira now and do what I would normally do for these types of things. Oh, right, right. You and your Shakira moments. She's good whenever, wherever. Listen, we have we have a, a Discord called Distractigo, you know, where you can listen to all of our glorious podcasts, or not listen to it. You, you can interact with the rest of the podcast listening community, all of those elegant listeners and uh, gentle listeners that are out there. And, um, you know, I think we need to address this weird figure that's sitting in this room with us right now. This obscure, obscure face, obscured voice person uh, if you say so yeah they're they're, they're weird they're, it's like ghostly but it's an editor will hello Woo! <laughs> the mystery Ooh, who is this will welcome to our show thank you what do, what do you know about the show you know you've never listened to any of it at all ever you know no i don't know anything at all I, as soon as an edit is done it completely leaves my brain i relate to that so much <laughs> God, do I relate to that. Whenever anyone calls back to an episode, even if it was the last episode released, and they asked me a question like, like I remember when Candy Uncle came out on Distractable, people were like, wait, something about Candy Uncle. I was like, what the hell is Candy Uncle? They're like, it's literally the title of an episode. I was like, it is? Yeah. I was like, oh, that's crazy. What was it about? Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> I totally, totally feel the same way. Ugh. Yeah, and especially since we've been doing two episodes a week, when someone says, oh, that was... Last week, I'm like, oh, that felt like it could have been four months ago, could have been a day ago. I have no idea. Sometimes with the way that our recording has been this year, something that came out yesterday was four months ago, or it was yesterday. That's true. <laughs> In fact, this was yesterday, right? Yes. Or it will have been. Is there a name for the yesterday before the yesterday? Two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, like an actual name, like one word. Two days ago, no spaces. <laughs> <laughs> solved it for you but will i actually um you know it's unfortunate that we have to say goodbye but it's exciting for you i'm excited for the journey you're taking you're moving towards endeavors that you had sought out and dreams and ambitions you wanted to move towards originally correct yeah exactly well that's dumb and you should stay i mean <laughs> no that's great i'm happy for you <laughs> I suck at this. Fuck your dreams and fuck your nightmares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to beat you. Oh my God, I forgot about that quote. <laughs> I've never forgotten. I lived it. <laughs> that was such a golden quote. <laughs> it was literally what I thought. I've been evil for years. People just think I'm nice. No, but Will, when you first joined and heard about these two different podcasts, obviously they were they were a little bit apart from each other when they first began. Mm -hmm. Did you have any inclination of what they would be or become? No, not at all. I mean, honestly, this is a little embarrassing to say, but I didn't even know really who Markiplier was at the time. I love that. My brothers did. And then when I told them, they were like, what? 
Markiplier. You, yeah, I got a job with Markiplier. So yeah, I really had no inkling of what was going to what was going to happen with everything. So I was just kind of thrown in. Did you do any research on like Bob, Wade, Mark, myself? Totally. I mean, yeah. Once I once I figured out what was happening, that there were podcasts, you guys, and all that, I did some research. I found out about Markiplier and Friends. Aha, uh-huh. my our favorite yeah. moniker. But definitely, definitely research was was done before diving in. It wasn't completely uh, blind. What did you find out about me specifically? Uh, just <laughs> good and or bad that I need to know about. And uh, follow up question: How much blackmail have you kept from the things that didn't show up in episode? Well, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of ads on the on the cutting room floor that I've kept. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah, normally I, I got to go into our process here before we'll uh, spill their secrets. Normally, our ad process ads are the first thing we do when we get together, and we kind of treat ads as a warm up. So we'll have like a thirty second ad that they sometimes they'll give us like a whole read that's easy. Sometimes they'll give us like here's the name of the product, and it's like. Let's talk for 30 seconds about this thing we don't know much about, I guess. And usually all of the worst things that our brains come up with, we spit out in the first like two minutes. And we're just like, you know, I don't want to go into it all here, but you know, current (laughs) world events, politics. Let's be like, let's talk about all that. All right, we'll cut all that out. Now let's actually do the ad read. So there's probably plenty of stuff you could splice together to make us look really awful. So I'm just looking forward to the day whenever you blackmail us and release that info. I don't know if you should look forward to it. I'm hoping to be retired by the time it comes out. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think of the I, we do the same thing for for Go and uh, there are probably some some pretty rough ones. Uh, most of the time, it's me just stumbling on words and saying things really improperly. But there definitely have been some really obscure ones where Mark and I have gone on a tangent and go, "Oh, maybe that shouldn't be in the ad. Let's do something else." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, I think usually the things we do are like the little bits where it's like they have like a do not say these things. And so we'll intentionally do an ad read where all we do is say those things. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I feel like that's uh, we kind of did that when we did our tour, Wade. Yes, we sure did. During warm ups, there were like certain regions would tell us not to say certain things and then we would do them. Not even just regional, but just there were just moments. Where... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What was the, was it cheese, cheesecake factory? What was, I was hosting someplace. Oh my was like, God, Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Cracker Barrel, yeah. I was shopping for houses. You remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> Will, you weren't there. This is unrelated to you. Don't, don't judge us. But you, you yeah, already know what yeah. we would say because you've listened to all of the, everything. <laughs> or when I, I, one of my things I always think about, Will, and I don't know how annoying it is for you, is whenever we're doing an ad read and we screw up like in the middle of a paragraph and instead of redoing the whole paragraph, we'll just start like in the middle of like a sentence and you have to like <laughs> stitch it together to make it sound like it was a natural <laughs> flow in the paragraph, but the inflection will be totally different. It'd be like, ah, oh, yes. Well, if you like water bottles, go to buy water bottles, go, uh, go to buy water bottles at... <laughs> And it's like, how in the world is he going to take that and make it coherent? But that's what we gave him, so good luck. And it's always perfect. I've always listened to them, and it sounds like it's just a normal sentence. I've never watched one of our episodes ever. Or anyone's. And that's great for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. 
Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know all those subscription websites, they just hide those charges from you. They're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. You do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com Slash sports team. Will, <laughs> what are some of the most obscure notes you've received from the hosts of either podcast? Um, there's been a lot of notes. That's good. So someone's doing their job on our end. <laughs> yeah, I think the most interesting notes have actually been for distractible. They've been like ad related where it's like put a sound effect in this because I don't think a lot of other oh. shows do <laughs> have like sound design for their ads so i think one of my my favorite ones was the this sort of ongoing meteorite yes was i coming. was just thinking about that oh. one. there was a lot of fun sound effects with that i'm trying to think with go i remember oh this is here's one that was really funny to me it's one time the joke was that someone was dropping their baggage or they were getting rid of their baggage right yeah yeah and so i had to find a like dropping bag sound effect right so i had one but you, for some reason, you had you had something in your mind. You you wanted it to be this particular way. So I get a voice recording from you of the way that it should sound. <laughs> oh so yeah. It was, so it, I just get a co- recording, and it's just nothing else, and it's just dum, 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 like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and that was uh, definitely memorable to just receive that out of the blue. And I think I hadn't seen the message from you, so I just got that voice memo out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Tyler sent me something. What is it? Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> it's, uh, I do have a habit of like, so we were talking about an edit like early on when we first started working together. And it was the, um, oh, what was that sound? Um, we, we've used it multiple times. It's the realization sound. It's an anime sound, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was trying to do the, the like sound with my voice. <laughs> And it took us forever. It was the nani. (laughs) Oh, yes, 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 yes. Exactly. (laughs) But I was giving something else because I'm like, it sounds like this, but I can't I can't remember how it goes. And we spent like I think it took a whole day for us to finally figure it out of both of us trying to find it. A whole day. Nani. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sometimes there's just a reference that for some reason I don't know. And then it does take a, a little bit to finally get to it. I live that life on the show. The guys reference TikToks and things all the time. And I'm like, dude, you talk about a mobile game or like Call of Duty or something. I'm with you. Some Diablo lore. 
and then they they go into like camera things or like you know anime references and stuff and it's like i have no idea what the heck we're talking about so i can only imagine with some of our uh our bits and goes bits and the ads between the two of us like uh the two groups yeah probably very very confusing uh, a question I had for you, Will. Uh, do you prefer underwear with designs or plain colors? Either on yourself or someone else and feel free to specify. Interesting. Yeah. I think I usually prefer plain just because... Because it's only in the way and you're just like, I'm just going to get rid of that crap anyway soon. So yeah, let's go for it. I got you. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I Yeah, I think it has Will to... hates foreplay, everyone. We uh, confirmed. <laughs> I guess if you know, you know it's dirty... If it's plain, if it's dirty and it's it's part of the it could be part of the design, you know. That's true. Typically, I know it's dirty if it's been worn. Wait, so then, so then I. <laughs> but that's a fair so, point. So then, is that like a preference for you wearing it or the other person wearing it? So you don't know whether they're dirty or not. That's true. You want to know whether they're dirty or not. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I I think I was just talking about myself. I wasn't even beginning to open the the world oh. of other people. Oh, we need to open the world of other people here. So, do you want patterns on the other people so you don't know, or do you want no patterns so you do know? Yeah, I think I would probably have to know. So I would go solid color for everyone. That's a solid answer. I appreciate that. That's a pun. Respectable, respectable, respectable. Along the same lines, a, a wonderful, elegant listener, Ugly Rocks, uh, asked the question, how many sex jokes do you have to cut per episode? <laughs> Hi, I'm Wade, and I'm cut from every episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're too sexy, Wade. It's because you're too sexy. Honestly, I think, you know, we try, I try to leave them in because I'm, I'm fond of them myself. <laughs> But uh, yeah. yeah, if it's really bad, I'll bleep it and leave it in still so you can get an idea. But uh, for, <laughs> for the most part, they, most of them stay in. I feel like the only things we've ever like really been like, oh, you need to cut that. Whenever Mark has talked about something with his movie, he just like goes off oh on a tangent. God, is yeah. like spilling movie secrets. Yes. And he's like, oh, I forgot we were recording. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think that's the most common thing that has to be cut is whenever like there's like a, an NDA project or something. Not, not NDA, but like something Mark doesn't want out in the public uh, or he's like, I, I, I want to save this as a surprise. I don't think we've ever gone over NDA stuff, but like, you know, stuff that's like. Oh, that's something about the movie I want people to know because I want them to see it in the trailer or I want them to see it when it comes out. Oh, speaking of which, before you leave, you did sign all of the NDA agreements um, and the resulting uh, uh, circumstances and uh, consequences if you break it, right? No. Me? Who? No, no, I'm talking to Will, Wade. Oh, you're, yeah, you, Will, yeah. Your life has been locked down for years as an and friends member. You just didn't realize it. Oh, that ruins my blackmail reveal. I had to delete some questions. Yeah, I think I, I think I would say yes is the, the correct answer there. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, as a follow-up to that, uh, we can cancel those agreements if you're willing to stay. Would you stay for a $5 bill signed by my mom? <laughs> I don't have it on me, but I can get it to you in a week. I had to think about it for a second. Yeah. But I think... I knew it. I, I Yeah, I think no. I didn't know it. What about a $1 bill signed by Chica? I would need to see the proof of that. I would, I would need to see an actual video. It will not be ink. No. Oh, then then no. Oh, okay. Since since you're planning on going, sorry, Tyler, but I have a follow to my own question. Am I going with you to your next project? I think you'll have to ask Mark because everyone knows where there's a will, there's a wait. Yeah, will will uh, please insert the after that joke. Don't actually insert that. Just do have Tyler doing that. No sound effect again. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
interesting question has come in from Expedited Ranger. Answer this very carefully, Will. You got to be very careful with this one. All right. Who is the secret fourth member of Distractable? I always had heard that there was a fourth person on the Discord, right? That there, there originally when the guys recorded, it was on a Discord server. I mean, I thought it was me <laughs> the whole time. I don't know if there was a, another person that was on there, but I always thought I was lurking on there. Secret safe with me. I was talking to our fourth member of uh, Go, sorry. Fourth member of Go, that means there's a third member. I thought that was already revealed. That's my bad. Oh yeah, there is there is a third member. You're right, you're right. I had to call them in order to get Mark back into the recording session. It's true. So I've got another follow-up question. This one's from Minion777 on Twitch. If you went missing, would you prefer to be on a milk carton or a carton of cigarettes? Like the picture of you. I think a milk carton. Okay, that says something about you. All right. I don't know what it says, but it says something. Don't know if uh, they're bought as often as they used to be, but you know. I have no idea where you're finding these questions, Tyler, so uh, I'm just continuing to make them up as I go. <laughs> oh, you're totally good. Mine are coming off the top of my head. So you're you're all of these people you claim are asking questions, are you? <laughs> oh, in that case, uh, Peanut Butter in My Sandwich uh, writes, are you a cat person or a dog person or neither? And you're a porn person. Why is that the hidden third option? Well, you have to be one of the three. Otherwise, are you really human? I'll go with dog person only because that's been my experience throughout my upbringing is having dogs, having a dog. But which is it? Dogs or a dog? A dog. Okay. I'll put that in my notes for later. I think he's. I think he he missed the uh, the hidden fourth option that you were really asking, Wade. He's a Shakira person. Aren't we all? That that wouldn't even be a question. Fair. Uh, Will, since this is a sports podcast, I'm really curious how how knowledgeable you are about sports hmm. and what your sports life kind of was uh, growing up, if there was one. What he's really asking is, have they taught you a damn thing? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, they have. They have. They have. I think, yeah, my, my sports life, the two major sports that I participated in prior to college would be I did martial arts and I got my black belt. In, in what uh, what martial art? It was mostly Taekwondo. Okay. But it they used some others as well. Like there were some jujitsu elements and some karate as well. Um, and then the other sport that I did all throughout high school and still play is tennis. Oh, nice. I always nice. wished I'd played tennis. I'm, I was always terrible at tennis. I just hit it over the fence. Wade, remember that one time I tried? If you're, think, if you're talking about like the pool area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's the time I'm thinking of, it's kind of like whenever you play ping pong, you just swung as hard as you could and <laughs> nearly killed everyone within a mile radius. Uh, because if there's one thing that's terrifying, it's Tyler playing air hockey specifically. Oh, uh, ping pong, <laughs> tennis, because there's no like trying to score. His objective is move his arm as fast and as hard as possible at the puck and cause as much damage to the surrounding vicinity as possible. Uh, master of balls and holes. Sometimes the balls have to create the holes. Yeah, you're not, you can't find the hole, you, so you make your own. It's a very terrifying, like your dating life must be terrifying. It is. It's very empty. <laughs> well, <laughs> whenever you have to make your own holes, I can imagine it would be. Um... <laughs> Uh, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's, who's being asked questions? Oh, Me? it was Will about his, Will. his sport yeah. life. Yeah, you know. Why no basketball? Are you tall? Are you not tall? I am tall. I'm six foot three. Okay, you're about the same height as me then. I was terrible at basketball. Just did not have the coordination. Um, I played for fun sometimes, but yeah, I, w I was never good enough to really play. 
That's wild, because in my brain, I feel like you have to be more coordinated for something like tennis or taekwondo than you would basketball. You think it's different? Maybe it's just the those particular motions of basketball. And maybe there's quite a bit more cart. Uh, I, I was thinking there was more cardio with, with basketball, just the, in terms of the running back, you know, after the rebounds and such. But there's still a lot with tennis. I think for the big guy, there is. Because if you're playing guard and you're at the top of the three-point line a lot, and you just have to run like three point line to three point line. It's a lot less. If you're down into the basket, like the tall guys, oh, yeah. looking, you're going like hoop to hoop constantly. It can be, uh, yeah. and a lot of the jump. And there's not, there's, I mean, there is some downtime, I suppose. Like you know, whatever the other team's like setting up their play, and like you're just kind of standing there, like huffing with your arms in the air, like. So you do have like some moments. Whereas tennis, I guess sometimes you have to wait for the other person to serve. But I feel like if you're running to the bat, like if you're playing someone that's good and they're putting you like all over the court and like trying to wear you down. There is a lot of like hit, get back to the middle, probably hit, get back to the middle. So you can try to, I don't know the strategy. I'm just guessing that's what you do. See, see the way to fix that, Wade, is you just handicap the ball boy. So when the ball boy, you break his ankles or take out his knees or something so that it takes them longer to get the ball. So then you have greater breaks in between when a point is scored. I was wondering where you were going with this. I was like, why, why are you beating up the ball boy? If they're serving it back, what do you do? Like pick him up and swing the ball boy instead of your You racket? throw it. You just pick him up and put him in front of the ball and make him get pummeled. <laughs> okay. The, other, the original one made sense. That one is terrifyingly not sensical. I like it. This is uh, the beautiful strategy that we get from Go My Favorite Sports Team. Yeah. Why bother like getting your cardio up whenever you can just beat up the ball boy? There you go. Speaking of Go My Favorite Sports Team, what was your favorite guest on Go My Favorite Sports Team? And why was it Wade? How many guests have you had? You? Don't answer that. <laughs> Go on, Will, answer. <laughs> Not much else needs to be said. It was Wade. I uh, Explain. Because he's the one that happens to be here as well. <laughs> you know, not a, not a very fulfilling of my expectations answer, but honestly, a fair one. <laughs> Here's one. How do you think your approach to editing changed? from the start of our shows to now, or did it? There's a couple things that changed. One, I mean, we went to video, which was a big change. So there's been trying to negotiate that and making sure things stay funny. Maybe do I do audio stuff here? Do I do video stuff here in terms of like gags and things? Um, so I think that was a big change. And then just getting generally better. I would hope that the listeners and viewers feel that the show's only getting better. I mean, I'm confident the new editors are just going to continue to take it into bigger and better directions. I mean, with the the distractible escape room episode, that was a pretty crazy. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty mm -hmm. crazy episode that, you know, maybe there'll be other ones like it. I don't know. I don't want to give the editors more work. But well, you're not part of them anymore. So yeah, hell yeah. yeah I'll give them more work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever. Know, raise the bar. Raise the bar. Make it harder. It's not your problem anymore. So if you have ideas to make their jobs harder, let us know. And make our episodes better, let us know. Will do. Well, there's only so much editing can do. <laughs> no, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. They made me completely disappear, Wade. Did you not did you not see that? You're talking to the wrong person if you think I either would remember something or put effort into <laughs> looking for something. There's a reason I'm still listening to a song that's like twenty five years old. Yeah, plus how can you see someone disappear? If they were never really there at all. Wait, are you are you in on this? Am I am I still dead? Am I dead? Is this all am I just a ghost? <laughs> that's a good question don't have an answer for you because i don't believe in ghosts but we did a whole thing on it you know what you are though tyler what weaker than ginger dead man
If there's one thing I've learned this year, it's that the ginger dead man is the best thing ever. What? Yeah. That's how I feel about it, too. Uh, okay, let's say you're editing an episode of one of our podcasts. I guess for the, the listeners, I don't know if they know, some of them probably do, but what's like the editing process look like? You don't have to like go through every tedious moment, but like, what is the typical, like, I got to get an episode ready for, I don't know, five days from now? Five days? That's that's a lot of lead time for yeah. us. <laughs> well, lately. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's got to go out tomorrow. <laughs> I was, for five days, I just sit back and and uh, relax. For four days. <laughs> uh, for four days, exactly. But yeah, the usually the steps are always the same. It's just if we have more time, we can put more more flourishes into into things. But if we have less time, we kind of have to get it out faster, obviously. So it's just about getting it out more than the style and that kind of thing. Sure. I guess my question is, do you edit as you go? Do you watch the whole thing and then go back and edit? Like, what is the process of like telling a new person how you edit a video? Like just like the process of doing about how long it takes in general. Yeah. So the first thing we do is we'll get get the footage and we'll set it all up. And we use a sort of multicam kind of tracking thing, like a like a multicam sitcom where you can cut to each person. So we'll have one where it's all wide and then the other people. And so when both me and Sam, our other editor, do it, we do we do a watch through as we're editing that initial pass. We just kind of watch it as we're doing that initial pass. And then we'll go back through and do the things like sound effects and the gags that are visu visual, like if there's any VFX elements that we need to put in. Like this. Like that. And we'll see what I end up putting there. Yeah, that's fair. And then the last thing is like the mix. So making sure that the levels are appropriate and things aren't too quiet and then sending it for notes and then getting the notes back, making those adjustments and then putting it out. Do you actually get notes for distractible episodes like you do for Go or is it just Go? At the beginning, we did get notes for distractible. Lixian was helping us out with that because I was new. But now, because we have more episodes to do, Lixian has kind of handed over the keys. Yeah, and then Tyler and I go back and forth a lot with, with getting the details right on go. If we want something, we just do it live while we're going. We're like, all right, Will, put whatever you want here behind me, I guess. I don't know. Oh, uh, so he has to do more cuts for you as opposed to in go where i do the descriptions afterwards well, i'm not going to put this idea in your head but will what's the most annoying edit or thing you've had to edit for one of our podcasts <laughs> mm. oh god because I've, I've got a couple of ideas of things <laughs> <sighs> i mean i can tell you what my favorite edit was and it's probably not the one that is the worst for you but it was when you did the bleeping out of me uh yelling at tom brady at the end of the tom brady episode <laughs> oh yeah there's a lot of bleeps in that <laughs> I said a lot of uh, or, or however you say that word. I honestly, the hardest things to edit, I usually just give to my assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, ah, uh, we are two minds of the same kind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just better at me. Honestly, he's a lot more talented at those visual gags. Like the Distractable Escape Room episode had a ton of those things. Bob yeah. was like a god in one of those. And he's this up in the sky. And that was, you know, kind of complicated to do. So that was something that Sam took the helm for and, and did a great job. I was thinking the there was an episode a while back. We do this show screen and we cut show screen like the wheel. Mm. We like bring it up, cut. 
I remember that being like, uh, guys, please love God, just leave it on the screen because like all the oh. cuts and all the bring ups. <laughs> I was thinking that might be really annoying. Or I know we've had issues where like one of us has a bad internet connection and goes in and out. We've had to like cut back and things like technical difficulties that have happened. But I, I thought one of those might make the list, but just just the visual gags. Sometimes there, yeah, I, now you're reminding me a, a little bit, but I think there was a spell when you guys were really into the the triangle of fairness and the uh, the coin flips, of course. And uh, sometimes, sometimes, you know, like I was saying, we'd edit those episodes, you know, we'd, we'd get through and we're like, wait, this episode seems like it's almost done. Why are there 20 more minutes left of this one? And uh, lo and behold, we have like four coin flips and then a, two wheels and then whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, who came up with those ideas? <laughs> You know? those, those were so good though because of the fact that bob failed for so long people have accused me i don't know if they've accused everyone or it's been a big public thing but i've been accused of staging that to make it look like bob failed when he in fact didn't he literally failed that many in a row every time yeah do the listeners and viewers really think you guys stage anything i mean they sh at this point if they think we put that much effort in that's all, honestly that's a comp i should take it as a compliment but right no bob's just that unlucky when it comes to coins and wheels, which is wild. I, I calculated every time, once we got past like five coin flips in a row, I started calculating the odds of failure. And I think we got up to like 14 coin flips in a row. I don't even remember the wheel spin, but 14 coin flips in a row that he failed, I think. It was nuts. Yeah. All right, I just had a good question literally post just right now. I hope it's not the one I'm looking at. <laughs> Go for from, it. From Sam Cornick. <laughs> yep. All right, here we go. Uh. Fuck, Mary kill. Distractable? Go my favorite sports team and the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, I would like to add a fourth option. Punch in the face, and we're going to add the Pat McAfee show. Fuck Joe Rogan, marry Pat McAfee, punch <laughs> distractable, and kill go, right? Did you just punch twice? <laughs> <laughs> I'm real fist happy. <laughs> That's why they called me Fisty McGee. And no, wait, I want to take that one back. You go ahead. I mean, I don't even know what Pat McAfee's show is, honestly. Yes, go is better. <laughs> so I guess fuck that that one, and uh, we'll kill Joe Rogan, and we, and then what do I have to do now? Well, you're having sex with Pat McAfee, so now you have a punch and you have a Mary. Oh, yeah. I'll punch go just because it's boxing, you know. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then I guess I'll have to marry Distractable. We are a very unpredictable partner. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that keeps the interest the relationship spicy because you never really know what an episode's going to be at all. And you are sexual. Yeah, that's that's true. Especially the tonsil hockey episode with uh, with Wade that we had. That was that was, you know, that was my favorite sport. <laughs> Master of the art. Speaking of favorites, who is your favorite host and your least favorite host? This is not a loaded question at all. Of both podcasts. I'll take the least favorite. You can give it to me. It's fine. <laughs> I'll say, and I think you guys would, ag would agree with me, if you know what's good for you, is Mark is my answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Right, guys? Come on, man. How could you? No. <laughs> wow, on. no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. So getting more, more into actual... Fair. Uh, more <laughs> triangle of fairness. 
getting more into your life, Will, uh, people are the the audience is really curious, and they've uh, I've seen a number of these questions come in as I've been looking at the the Discord. Is like how you got into editing, wh- how you found your passion at it, why you enjoy it, why you've you've gotten into it and ended up where you are today and moving on towards your dreams. How you mm. got into it, what it means to you, you know, what what made you find this realm of work and find something that you potentially enjoy. I don't know if you enjoy it, but found it to be something that you actively pursued. Yeah. So, I mean, I was always interested in doing filmmaking and entertainment and and that kind of world. And then I also did a lot of music stuff as a kid as well. I love doing audio and I, and podcasting was really something that, you know, melded those two things and how I came to work with Mark was really through having done a podcast of my own that we only made a couple of episodes of. Name drop it. Yeah, I'll name drop it. It's called Beyond Being Well and it was a um it was a sort of satire about the alternative medicine wacko like you know, carnivore diets, all that kind of stuff that I, my brother and I made. Oh, so like the liver king. Yeah. I was gonna say, oh so like Mark's diets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're 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 unraveling why Mark was the answer in the previous <laughs> <Yeah>. question. <laughs> I remember he was like, "I'm going to sleep for half an hour, six times a day, and see if I oh, can yeah. go without." And he lasts like two days. He's like, "Dudes, this sucks. I need sleep." <laughs> it's exactly that's exactly what we were doing in in the in the show. And then I did a the music for a friend's movie, someone I had went to college with. Um, that movie's called For Roger. And yeah, those two things were like two skills that I had kind of through my whole time at college and high school, like built up to doing those things. And those are skills that were needed for doing the job for you guys. So it's genuinely just things that I enjoy so much. And also I would say the biggest thing is just working with other people and making them creative as well. And just kind of going off of one another and lifting each other up in that way, I think is ultimately the most fun and really what brings me the most joy and makes me want to continue doing it. Yeah. And I can say like, Literally, without a lot of the edits and a lot of stuff that um, people do in post-production, jokes don't land the same. Sometimes they even add jokes, make stuff funnier. Like the stuff that you have done to elevate both of our podcasts has been tremendous. And it's it's we're, we're sad that you're leaving, but we're excited for the adventure that you're beginning in pursuing your passions. I think I can speak for all of us in that way. Now, I was excited, but now I'm having some some second thoughts. Oh, because you said you did some research into us once you started editing for us. And you had a podcast about alternative medicine. And we just so happen to share a host who seems to be all about that at various points in his life. Has all of this been a ruse to get Mark as a guinea pig for your podcast restarting? I mean, now now you're giving me ideas. We should do an episode on conspiracy theories where we talk about this kind of thing. I have an idea. I'm going to write that down. Wade is ready and prepared for another episode of Distractable. We'll call it Weird Part 4. <laughs> Wait, it's not we we're getting older part seven. No, that's those are Bob's the host. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> so I I honestly thought that our podcast peaked at Bob's fridge, and I didn't know that we would ever overcome Bob's fridge. That was just a fan mm. favorite for so long, and still is until the uh, the escape room episode. I feel like that's the closest we've come to kind of matching the level of like enthusiasm and love. Like not not that our episodes are bad. It's just those two were just so golden right i don't know if go has like that episode or those episodes it's, you, it's your episode over the... wade yeah well, 
But which episode of either podcast is your favorite? It, it can be one of those two or, you know, my episode of Go. It doesn't have to be. But uh, do you have an episode of each one? Not necessarily because it could be because of the editing that you got to do or just because of the content you just either related to or found really funny or whatever else. But do you have a favorite episode of either podcast? And if you can't think of a full episode, if you want to name like a few of your favorite moments, whether they're Here's my question, what the hell? Too. I'm, I'm I mean, just, yeah, go ahead. What he's yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to make it easier on him because I have a hard time picking favorite. Episodes. He's leaving. We don't have to be easy. Now's when we get to be hard on him. Oh, you're right. Yeah, answer Wade's question. I honestly have two that come off, like one for each show that come to me pretty quickly. I think my favorite go episode is the alex honnold episode just because i i had some knowledge of him but i just felt like your conversation was a great balance of like learning about him and then also bringing your own your own knowledge into it and then for distractible i think my favorite episode might be bread because (laughs) it was just it was a simple one to edit because it was just you guys bullshitting about bread the entire time and then it was a lot of fun and you got the cannoli conundrum out of it as well yeah you know bread was an episode i think i hosted that one and i forgot i was hosting till that morning and the guys were like we'd be a text message they're like all right wade you're hosting and i was like oh fuck uh uh and I just started like brainstorming. I like thought of something. I was like, uh, food related stuff. Uh, what can I talk about? I need to narrow it down a little bit. Bread. Well, we talk about the food bread. Also, the word bread can mean like breeding. There's okay, okay, there's something here. So I was like, I'm just gonna make the topic bread and see where it goes. And that was literally the all the planning that went into that episode. That was it. <laughs> I, I had a word pad opened and I typed the word bread. And then I like, as the episode was going, I typed things like, if we run out of topics, talk about breeding. Why is bread and bread sound the same out loud? Like I had just stupid notes like that. But then for some reason, Mark had like a wild hair up his ass that day where he was just like unhinged about bread. And it really made it an episode that otherwise was the worst topic I'd ever come up with in the history of topics where I was just like the word bread. So it was, it was a hidden gem. I think people appreciated that one a lot more than I thought they would. I'm glad it was your favorite because I I honestly, it was the most pleasant surprise episode that we'd done because it was one that I was like, shit, here's where people start hating the Wade host episodes. Here's where my collapse begins. That's sort of my favorite things end up being like the things that shouldn't be good, but they somehow are. And I think that was one of those things I was like, oh God, like before I haven't editing it. And just, you know, at the beginning of the episode, I was like, how is this going to be interesting? <laughs> and then it, I it turned out too. to be my favorite. Yeah. I love that. What was the uh, Alex episode? Alex Hannigan? Was that his name? Alex Honnold. He's the, oh. you know, the movie, the documentary Free Solo about the guy that climbed El Cap by himself, no ropes, anything? Yes. Yes. That's Alex Honnold. Oh, okay. That, that, okay. That is an interesting topic. Alex Honnold was somebody that I I knew about, obviously, because of climbing. I've been climbing my whole life with my brother and stuff like that. But the biggest thing for me is there were a lot of interesting tie-ins that occurred between Mark and Alex and Alex and my brother and different things like that. And I always knew he was an interesting person and was really good at carrying the conversation. So we really went into that, not planning to talk about, oh, climbing and the documentary, because he gets asked those questions all the time. And so it was like uh, Mark and I had discussed this. Anytime we have a guest on, it's about a conversation. We don't even have to talk about any of the sports they did or anything related to that. We just want to know the person and have a good conversation, have fun with it. And he just fit 
in so well with the comedy and everything that we did. It just, yeah. it felt like talking to an old friend and it flowed so well. Like at the end of the episode, I was like, that was just really, really easy to do. It wasn't an interview. It wasn't asking questions. It was an actual conversation about weird branching topics that went somewhere. They went deep. They went really shallow. They went to the funny place. Like everything was hit and it just had a really good balance to it. Totally. It, it worked so well and it was like very organic and easy to edit for, from that sp- standpoint too it is nice i think you can tell I, I assume it's the same editing when you're watching us but like when we're recording at least on distractible usually you can tell when conversations flowing easily and like we're all just like bought in and like you know having a ball versus a day where one of us is like tired or like you know slightly off and you can i don't know you can kind of feel the energy's not there for one person as much or like for whatever reason i know i'm like that where i've got a day where it's like Wait, get with it, man. There's so many prime joke opportunities and you're like five seconds after the fact you think of it. It's like normally I'm witty one liner, witty one liner. But every now and then there's a day where it's like green jello. Oh, there it is. Oh, the moment's gone. And it's like, damn it. And I don't know if you see those in editing, but the episodes that were just like all like, yeah, you can definitely feel that energy. Mm -hmm. Not that we have a bad one, but we definitely had better ones. I think the interesting thing for me about bread is that's the one I heard about. Oh, more uh, aside from Bob's fridge, because that blew up and everybody was messaging me about it and all kinds of stuff. But bread, there was weird synchronicities that were happening in my life shortly after that episode came out. I created a literal cannoli man in a D&D one shot campaign who was, had an obsession with cannolis. And it happened to happen like the week that that episode came out. <laughs> so everybody was like, oh, you stole this from the distractor. And I'm like, what? Because I hadn't seen the episode yet or even heard yeah. what it was. And then it came in to go because of something else. And Mark brought up cannolis because then I had like eaten a cannoli and was talking about something along those lines. Like it just weaved its way through my life. And then like later, like the next week, somebody was talking about cannolis and I was sitting here like, what is happening? Why are cannolis everywhere all of a sudden? I had that happen with Mark and street lamps. We did an episode way back when we talked about like a street light blinking or going out on him. And like, I swear that week, like three times I saw street lights burn out when I was either driving or walking or something. So those synchronicities, and we did a whole episode on synchronicities. As far as the episodes, I feel like that jump out at me for distractible. If you want to list go ones, uh, it was Bob's fridge, candy, uncle Wade's secret words, bread. And then uh, the escape room, I think are the five. If someone asked me f- to name five episodes. Those would be the five. And then I think, what was the episode called where we were Bob's parents, but Bob was the baby? The Rockabye Bobby episode. Bob's and the Bees? Yeah, Bob's and the Bees. I think Bob's that would be another one that would come to mind. Those are probably the six that come to mind. The Candy Uncle one was a really enjoyable one for me because... I wish I remembered it. <laughs> at the end, there's a great little jingle that Mark, at the end, asked me to do. But he, he asked me to like hire people on Fiverr and all this stuff. I was like, I don't have time to do it. So I just did it all... <laughs> myself oh my god we did that for an ad read once i think yeah so there is i think it's at the the last bit at the end of the episode some people may not know that but there's a little jingle that for the candy uncle it's like an advertisement kind of thing and uh, that was a lot of fun to do yeah that's like the one episode people talk about and like they want merch for and they mention all the time and i just for some reason my brain cannot ever remember someone will explain to me the episode and then my brain will block it out again and I just, mm-hmm. I have a, I cannot remember that part of my brain died. Candy uncle is dead in my brain. I, I cannot be revived or resuscitated wherever that information is stored. It goes away. I know it has something to do with candy and babies. That's, that's, that's all I know. But yeah, that, that is, that's a popular one that people still bring up. That's an older one at this point. Older, yeah. like two years ago, a year ago. 
Yeah, because I remember seeing the shirt for it and not knowing what it was for. I don't either. <laughs> um, but for me, for Go, the ones that stand out for me are some of the early episodes, like the, the NFL primer in the additions when Mark's talking about the special ops and special teams, or the um, the birthing of the NBA player in the uh, the basketball primer, or Baby Core, which I don't remember what episode that was in. Mm. But I think my favorite are, are usually the ones where I break laughing or I make Mark break laughing, which Baby Core is the one that I made Mark break laughing. But the curling primer has a special place in my heart because of the eulogy dude i, remember, oh, I was yeah. gonna bring up the eulogy i was at disney with you and you were listening to that on repeat yeah i had I to hear to... that eulogy like 50 times in a four-day span and then like always the end remarks like well that's incredibly sad or whatever it was you're like it's a eulogy or he's like that's a sad poem i forget what his quote was well that's depressing yeah and you're like it's a eulogy that's because I was trying to get through to do the editing notes for it, and I couldn't because I kept laughing at my own laugh. We had to listen to that on repeat with you. <laughs> you were literally in the you were literally in the same room as I'm trying to edit. There was a time where I could quote it and almost repeat it because you listened to it so many damn times. I was like, Tyler, what are you getting out of this at this point? <laughs> what is left to pull? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember laughing, breaking laughing, trying to do the edit on it. Which, speaking of, we had another question from the audience member. If you've ever had a moment when you were editing one of our, our episodes, Distractable or Go, where you laughed hysterically and had to take a step back and then or get or try and force yourself through it to get an edit done. Well, yeah, I was just going to say that I think it was that episode. That was the episode when you were like crying, wheezing, laughing, right? Yeah. There's so many great jokes in the shows, but I think sometimes when you're editing it, you're just like, I'm getting through it. And so maybe you'll like chuckle in your mind, but you won't laugh out loud necessarily as much as you might listening, listening to the show, like for the first time. But that listening to you wheeze, just the sound of your laugh was like making me laugh a ton really really out loud no that that would that would be the one that would come to mind for sure i've got i got some medicine for you here will recently i was watching tyler and a couple friends ag and bird play a game called lethal company (laughs) that's very popular right now and uh they were using in-game voice chat but they were in a discord call at the same time tyler did not mute himself in discord so whenever he would talk they would hear him twice I didn't know. I didn't know. There's a moment where he and AG are walking around. I don't even know what happened, but they started laughing and Tyler started the wheeze like goose call laugh. And then AG would laugh because he was hearing Tyler twice. And that laugh just makes you laugh. But then Tyler would laugh at AG laughing at him laughing. They wasted an entire day of this game while one of the members was going in, like risking his life and like screaming for help. And they went and looked at the cameras, saw them both standing. So I was like, oh, they're both dead. And he went to investigate. They had never gone in the building. They were standing outside. Tyler's just staring at a tree. And out loud, all you hear is... (laughs) And then Bird just starts raging at them like, You guys are here staring at a tree while I'm going in and risking my life? And it is literally probably from their perspective, five minutes straight of just Tyler and AG laughing nonstop. You're going to make him do it again. Yes. But if you go watch that, like you can't help but laugh while you watch it. And then mm. like they're finally done laughing. They're calming down. And that's when Bird approaches and yells, starts the whole thing over again. Oh, God. <laughs> and I feel his rage when he comes in. is just like, what? <laughs> you just 
feel that and immediately they break again and from his perspective you see one standing on a bridge just like this and tyler like this staring at a tree and it is it is the same thing where like you can't help but laugh out loud but also mm -hmm. feel incredibly irritated at the same time like you lazy pieces of okay that's funny Mm -hmm. So, I, I've done it again, apparently. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just remembering that moment is so funny to me. There was literally nothing funny that happened. No, ever. I started laughing because I was trying to get AG to tell me what he told Bird not to tell me because I didn't know I was unmuted on Discord. Yeah. And so AG... Oh, yeah, that's right. So Tyler's laugh is also echoed because you hear it twice. It's the <laughs> yeah. Discord and an end game like half a second later or whatever, which made it even funnier. But I had no clue. And so I was mad at AG for not telling me something. And then he started laughing hysterically because he was hearing my echo and I didn't know why he was laughing. And then I was like... <laughs> I was losing it because AG's laugh has this, like, he just does this. <laughs> he has this wheeze start laughing. And so it made me just start dying because he just started dying on the bridge. I'm like, why did you stop? And then I turn around and it's just hilarious. I do appreciate people whose laugh makes everyone else laugh. Bob also has that quality. When Bob laughs, it's oh, impossible God. not to also laugh. He just has that same kind of thing going where he laughs. It's like, maybe it wasn't funny, but it's funny now, whatever it was. Ah, oh, baby core. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was... A kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. Side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I, I, before we get to, I know we're going to be close to the end. I do have one more important question for you. Uh, this question is even marked as very important. This is from uh, Likes Ian, L I X I A N, uh, Licks, Licks Ian, Licks Ian, something like that. Mm -hmm. okay. Orange juice or apple juice? Uh, orange juice all the way. Okay. Especially freshly squeezed. That's a tougher question for me. I feel like I feel healthier when I drink orange juice, and I have a mixed relationship with apple juice, but I love apple juice. If you put apple cider in the mix, then I would have a harder oh, time. Okay. Ooh. As a sports person, this is a sports podcast. I do want to give a caution. Do not substitute chugging water with chugging apple juice. The results <laughs> are not pleasant afterward. And if you're staying at a friend's house, uh, it could be very bad. And whenever you have to turn mm. the TV up so you can hear it over the sound of your bowels... <laughs> And then you go and destroy a toilet for the next eight hours. 
they may not invite you to stay back again. So water is the preferred beverage to apple juice after sports. Two gallons of it apparently is not good for you. I also don't recommend chugging any liquid, uh, especially in the midst of working out. You should definitely sip. Otherwise, it will upset your stomach. I was so thirsty. I have never been that thirsty in my life is when I got home and I drank a glass of apple juice and I just could not stop. I felt like, I don't know. I don't know if you guys watched the show Supernatural when like the, the four horsemen were out and about and like, mm. uh, what was it, famine or whatever it was. And, like everyone was just like eating each other because they were like so just hungry or whatever it was. It was like that compulsion. I could not say no to more apple. It was right there in my hand. I had to drink it. And there was a whole other bottle in there when I finished the first one. But my God, did I pay the price? Yeah. Uh, yeah, good Good question to Lix Ian. I don't think that's the official Lix Ian, but... It's not? That's a papaster? That's an imposter? That's an imposter. That's an imposta. Who are you, fake Lix Ian? Will, as, as we wrap up this episode, is there any words of wisdom you would like to give our elegant listeners and gentle listeners, or any advice you would like to put out in the world, or anything you'd like to say about yourself? This is your platform. This is your moment to seize and take the day as a champion. The floor is yours. And follow-up advice to the editors taking your place now that you're leaving. Yeah, t uh, please tell them how to do a good job. No pressure. I might mean, actually need to take a moment. Just a second. It's all right. Uh, Will, just put in the elevator music as, as our guest thinks. Do-do-do, elevator ride. Do-do-do, going up. Oh, God, the cord broke. Going down. Okay, I got it. Do-do-do, new elevator. <laughs> or more elevator music, sure. Sam and, uh, yeah, they, they can use that later. We can, we can save that in the bank. Perfect. I, yeah, I would just say, I guess something that I've been thinking about lately is something that someone told me in an acting class, actually. And it's uh, where there is struggle, there is life. Is just a, a phrase that has been sticking with me lately. And I think in, in hard times, I think that's kind of what makes life what it is. And so it's a nice reframe for if you're going through a difficult time, just to realize like there's kind of beauty in that. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't want to say uh, all things, but I think it uh, it definitely helps in those times, at least for me. And I think it makes those times where, you know, maybe maybe the edit's difficult or whatever, the distractible escape room, you know, it's a it was a difficult edit. It was a quick turnaround time, but look what we accomplished. And it's and I think that is something that I'm gonna continue to take with me. And I hope that that sticks with some listeners and some viewers. You guys crushed it. Like the subreddit was all over. There was more comments about your edits than there were about the substance of our episode. And I know it was a killer episode too, but you guys did crush that episode. Thank you. Yeah, I, I can think of a lot of really distinct edits that were made where you you elevated something or made something funny that otherwise wouldn't be. It's those moments like sometimes when it's difficult or, you know, you can get creative block or stuff like that, but you can create something more beautiful. Nothing grows without challenge. Nothing grows without some sort of hardship. And I think that's a really good sentiment to pass along. I, I went through a lot of hardships growing up with uh, losing family members and going through just dealing with things like alcoholism and stuff in the family. And I think that like whenever you're going through something, like you said, like it's it's hard to have that appreciation. That's a great quote because I look back at all the horrible things I've gone through and it's been like, you know, I'm a better person for having been through it. But having a quote to remind you during that struggle, I think is really nice. I, I wish I'd had that. It's nice to have that now. So I hope I remember it. Hopefully it doesn't go in the candy uncle storage bin. If it goes in the other one, I'm good. That is a good quote. There's actually a book I read recently, Wade, that was basically about finding 
enjoyment in the stress, enjoyment in the struggle, because that's when you really know you love something is that the struggle to you is still worth it even throughout it. So it's like, mm. like working out. If you have a goal, like a destination you want to get to, you want to get in shape, you want to be physically fit, you know, because this is a sports podcast. It's the most relatable thing I can come up with. You have to enjoy the process of it for you to enjoy the result of it. It's kind of like this reminds me of a story of a father who was looking for his son. They were fish. And it was called Finding Nemo. And the struggle made an entertaining movie because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I haven't read a book in a while. And I don't remember my point. So that's that. I'm surprised you watched that movie because it was animated. So, you know, I'm very impressed. Well, I, I, I've, I've, so I didn't like it whenever this is a really, we already wrapped. I don't know why I'm talking. But <laughs> we, I, I love 2D animation, like the 90s Lion King, Little Mermaid style of animation. And whenever it switched over to like Toy Story style animation, my, my brain just didn't like it as much at first. But having gone through learning what goes into editing and animating and stuff like that, I've grown an appreciation for it. So even though I didn't like it originally, because it's like I'm a person who finds something they like and I stick with it. I don't want I don't want to add more toppings to something that's already good. And I felt like that's what the 3D animation was. It was like taking something that's already good and adding more stuff on. That was almost uncanny to me at first. Like, you know, you watch Woody turn his head and smile. And it was like, that's creepy. Simba was cute. This is creepy. But I, I've grown in a fondness and appreciation for like the, the new animated Disney style over the last decade or so. So I do enjoy that kind of stuff now. It did take me a long time to warm up to it, though, I will admit. Wade is just simply saying in a roundabout way that he really appreciates you, Will, and all of the editor's work that make us look better than we may actually be or, you know, probably true. Sure. But yeah, tell 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 the audience, do your face reveal, show everybody what you want to show them or tell them about. It's all up to you. Undies, Just please don't get undies, us canceled. Undies. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We'll edit this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is this is what this is my face. I actually have a real face. I, I also don't have a British accent. You've been faking the American accent all episode. Don't lie. But yeah, this is me. And then uh, thanks so much to both of you guys for having me on for the past three years of being able to do this amazing job. I'm so sad to go, but I know that you guys are going to continue making great stuff and hopefully our paths will cross again. I, I would think they will be and we'll stay in contact and such. Yeah. How about the audience? What if they want to see what's going on or what you're up to? Sure. Yeah. They can follow me um, on Instagram and X as it's now called at beyond being will. I'm going to be working on some new music stuff and um, doing some film scores. So yeah, if they want to keep up with me, those are great places to do that. Well, thank you for putting up with our bullshit, uh, Will. Um, you know, it's a lot to deal with, mostly from the people who aren't here, but you know, we're just the golden hosts. I'm pale. I need more sunlight. I'm Just make sure and put sunscreen on, Wade, you know. I do burn easily. Yeah. But yeah, in all seriousness, like to go with what Tyler's saying, like asking you to edit things is kind of like with me and my, my YouTube channel. I asked Dana, like, Dana, put this in. And she never listens to me and always puts in the opposite or does the opposite of what I say. But calling out to like, Will, edit this in is a fun bit that's going to be really hard for my brain to rewrite because you've, you've been with us since basically the beginning. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, but it has been like, what, three years now that we've been doing this. So it's going to be an adjustment for all of us. We're going to miss you. We do wish you nothing but the best. And I can't wait for you to come crawling back for a very discounted rate. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, though, good luck. Coupon code. Will <laughs> good luck. Uh, we're gonna miss you, and uh, I mean, we're in the we're in the discords and stuff together. I, I, unless you're leaving there, 
someone kicks you out, I mean, you know, you've always got a way to contact us and keep up with us. Let us know what you're up to and let us know whenever you need a new movie star because I'm right here ready to go. Me too. Good to know. And I only do two takes, so you don't even have to work that hard. That's perfect. He usually falls asleep if he tries a third one. <laughs> this is something that people watching won't see, but uh, this camera for me cut out. Rodney said that's perfect, but I thought he just left. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, Bye. (laughs) Enough for me. (laughs) But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Will, thank you so much for all of your glorious edits, for making us and both of our shows what they are today. Thank you, elegant listeners and gentle listeners, for enjoying both Distractable and Go My Favorite Sports Team. Please continue tuning in. We still have great editors continuing on. They may not be Will, but they will find a way to live up to his legacy. You can support the podcast store.gmfsd.com has merch apparently distractible doesn't but hopefully we'll get that we fixed might soon. uh someone edited in bob saying Mm-mm. perfect but otherwise go to the reddits you can send jacuzzis you can send your posts you can send your farewells to will there go to the the discord channel that's both for distractible and go my favorite sports team and of course as always make sure and watch these episodes on spotify where they are video exclusive because you didn't get a face reveal if you were just listening elsewhere <laughs> sucks to be you good take let's do this one more time but as a eulogy from the top wait is will dying now Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Go My Favorite Sports. Can we just do that now? Oh yeah, go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Lead lead the way. Just edit in some stuff. Well, I don't feel like doing it all again. You can just make an episode <laughs> up. We take bits from all the episodes you've edited to make an episode of Farewell to You. Yeah. Ro- roll credits. Anyway, that That was really short. Yeah. Uh, bye. <laughs> Wait, say bye. Bye. Where am I looking? Bye. And we'll say your final goodbye, however you want to, whether it's in editing or in this version. Farewell. Beautiful.